Hi everyone, Carl Valeri with Aviation Careers Podcast. And today we're going to talk a little bit about if you have COVID-19, how it's going to affect your medical. You know, on March 31st, 2021, the FAA updated the guidelines for aviation medical examiners concerning applicants who have had COVID-19. There's been many questions surrounding the new guidelines, and in this video, we're going to discuss how the new guidelines will affect pilots obtaining their medical. Uh, first, before we get started, a shout out to our sponsor of this uh, show, and that's Plain English Sim. PlainEnglishSim.com is an app-based aviation radio simulator. It's an easy way to gain radio proficiency in both VFR and IFR. Go check them out at PlainEnglishSim.com. Also, they're donating uh, 10 scholarships guides, and you can find out more about that scholarships guide and how you can get one for free at AviationCareersPodcast.com slash free. Well, joining me today is Chris Pazala from the law offices of Robert Strumer. You can find them at strumerlaw.com. And we're going to discuss again, if I have COVID-19, will this affect my pilot medical? Hey, Chris, welcome. And, uh, you know, what do we need to report to our AME when we go for our medical if we have COVID-19? Hi, Carl. Thanks for having me again. Uh, so this is a question that's going to be coming up a lot in the next year is if I've had COVID or possibly had COVID, uh, does that need to be reported on my FAA medical? And the short answer is yes. Uh, the FAA medical, as you're familiar, has a box 18, which is actually a bunch of boxes. And box 18X is going to be for other illness. So anything that's uh, not in one of the delineated boxes, such as diabetes, would fall into other illness. So uh, that's going to be the spot you're going to be looking for if you've had COVID or potentially had COVID. Interesting. So if I go to my AME and I tell them that, uh, you know, I have AM, I have COVID, you know, what will the AME do now that I have COVID? So in this case, fortunately, the FAA has provided the AMEs with some documentation and some guidance on how to approach this. Uh, this is going to be uh, divided up depending on the type of symptoms, how long they've lasted, and whether or not there was a hospitalization involved. Interesting. So if... Uh, you know, if my medical, say, is deferred because I was put in the hospital uh, for COVID-19, in general, uh, then we're not going to normally see these get denied if you have a mild case, et cetera. But if I've been hospitalized, there is a, a chance that you will be deferred. So what happens if my medical application actually is deferred? As a matter of fact, maybe kind of go into that process because some people don't even realize what that means. Right. So in the case of an AME, an AME, your aeromedical examiner, normally issues a medical certificate on behalf of the FAA. Their authority comes from the FAA's authority. And in some cases, uh, they're not able to issue a medical certificate on the spot. Instead, they'll do what's called a deferral. And they will send all of your documentation and your application, as well as their exam, to the FAA headquarters for a review. And then the headquarters will decide whether or not to issue a medical. So most likely, if you've had COVID, it's mild, you'll get a medical issue that day. If it's something more serious or if you've been hospitalized, then it's going to be deferred up to uh, the headquarters in Oklahoma City, and they're going to decide uh, whether they can approve it or whether they need more information or to uh, process that application. So if my application is denied or deferred, I should say, uh, you know, now what do I do? If I'm a career-oriented individual, uh, there's probably a process I need to start. 
Right. So in that case, uh, the FAA will most likely provide a list of documents that they need or evaluations that they need in order to determine whether or not uh, you're qualified to hold a medical certificate. Uh, this is the same as any other deferral or case where more information is needed. So uh, the first thing you'll get is a letter from the FAA that's uh, very firmly written. It almost seem like you've done something wrong. That's not the case. Their lawyers are just required to write it that way. Uh, but in that letter, they will go ahead and include information that will help you to figure out what the next steps are. And that's going to include uh, additional testing and possibly uh, follow-up testing, just like it would for a number of other conditions. Interesting. Now, if we were looking at the paperwork, say we know we have COVID, uh, we know there's going to be a process. You know, what type of paperwork uh, would you recommend that I keep if I know I have COVID? Well, document, document, documents. So any results from tests, if you visit a doctor, I would keep a, a copy of the doctor visit. I get your medical records from the doctor and hang on to those in a location where you know you can find them again. Uh, first, if you get a deferral, the FAA will most likely ask for that information. Uh, the second thing I'll point out is that sometimes the FAA will come back and ask for information on an event 10 or 15 years after it occurred. And so we don't want to uh, lose all that paperwork and then have the FAA asking questions down the road, especially with something as new as COVID, where we don't fully know what information is needed or what the long-term effects of these things could be. So any information you have related to COVID testing, treatment, uh, or follow-up is going to be really important. Just make sure you hold on to that. Even if you don't need to turn it in now, just keep track of it. Part of this uh, documentation or guidelines that the FAA put out on March 31st, 2021, uh, has to do with COVID-19 and the vaccine. One of the things I want to circle back to, and I know we've talked about this before, is that if you are given the vaccine, you know, there's all these immunizations out there, uh, there's a couple things you have to be careful of. And I've had a client actually tell me, uh, you know, I'm going to go flying in the afternoon. I just, I mean, I'm going to get my vaccine in the morning. Uh, what, what's wrong with that situation? Maybe you could explain that one. So uh, the FAA is uh, requiring a 48-hour uh, wait period after you've had the vaccination uh, before you go and fly, and that's a minimum 48 hours. It may make sense to wait longer if you're still having symptoms. Uh, consistent with the I'm safe checklist, of course, if you're not feeling well, you shouldn't be operating an aircraft. I've recently had a vaccine. For me, it took about 72 hours to get to a point where I felt uh, safe to operate an aircraft. So don't feel rushed and, and don't box yourself into a corner, especially if you're a professional, thinking that I need to get back and fly in 48 hours. Give it some time. Uh, it's an excuse to use some sick time or whatever provisions your company has. So that's something that I think is really important for those that are career-oriented is remember that uh, give yourself 48 hours. Also, uh, if you do have COVID-19, you know, give it that 10 days or 14 days, whatever the CDC recommendation is at the time, uh, and make sure you don't go fly if you have COVID-19. One of the things I do want to ask you before we let you go is I noticed on this forum they talk about this, this outpatient care uh, if you've had COVID. Uh, they talked about prolonged outpatient care care or, or I don't know what that really means. That seems very subjective. Is there any guidance on what that term means, prolonged? So in the medical field, uh, prolonged, of course, means something that's not immediately treated or treated within the normal time frame. Uh, in this case, uh, it's going to be really subject to debate because this is such a new uh, occurrence, a new virus. 
That being said, uh, it's not really going to be up to the pilots to figure out what is or isn't prolonged. What's important for the pilots is to have all the information of uh, where you were, where you were treated, and how long you were treated. And your AME can determine uh, if that's going to be considered prolonged and how that might affect uh, your medical application. Awesome. Well, hey, Chris, thanks for coming here and joining us. Is there any uh, last words you might have before we uh, close out here about, uh, you know, COVID, if you got COVID-19, if you've uh, been diagnosed, et cetera? Uh, well, as always, uh, if you have questions about the medical application, it's important to ask a uh, doctor or a, an attorney, depending on the situation, before you go in and do the application. It's always better to ask before you fill out the application for help uh, to make sure that you've got all the right information and you're filling out the forms correctly. Awesome. Well, that's great advice. We've been talking to Chris Pazala from the all law offices of Robert Strumer. You can find them at strumerlaw.com. Also, thanks to our sponsor for this, plainenglishsim.com. That's that app-based aviation radio simulator great way to get radio proficiency in either vfr or ifr uh actually you can find uh scholarships guys that they're giving away at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash free if you can do me a favor subscribe and uh thumbs up or thumbs down let us know how you like this video uh and do click on the bell so you get notified each time that we put out another one of these videos again we appreciate chris pazala coming here and as always do me a favor do something today to move forward in your career and you're in your life maybe it's researching this right here the COVID-19 vaccine we'll talk to you next episode safe flying out there you have been listening to aviation careers podcast an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career this aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. 